We just out here skating, you know, every day we do so. Let's fucking sir! Let's go! We in this bitch. I really didn't give a fuck. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this is modern day hippie shit. Alright, three, two, one, we're live. Let's get everybody. Another episode of MDH TV coming back at y'all. You know how you been, man? Been pretty good. Been pretty good. What's up? Actually, actually, bro, these last four days I've been slacking with the gym, bro. It feels terrible. I was laying down. I was like, bro, this is how can people feel like this? Like when they don't go to the gym, like this is terrible. But it was worth it though. How you been? Uh, I've been good. I've just been going to the gym. I got my hair twisted. Uh, been making some songs, you know, some bangers coming soon. Uh, bro, if y'all want me to drop, bro, go on, go on my Alien Chosen One account and comment under that snippet and share it. I won, yeah. <laughs> but, um... What else have I been doing? Oh, bro, I went to buy a new laptop today, a MacBook, right? Bro, first off, that experience was, like, so fucking weird. So I get to the store. And, like, the store, there's no registers, and everybody's, like, in plain clothes. So you don't know who worked it, for real. And, like, somebody just walk up to you with a fucking, like, a phone. And they're like, what's your name? And saying like, they put you in the system and you just waiting around waiting for somebody to come come up to you and like I don't know it's a weird process to me but I ended up getting a MacBook Pro I get back home to set it up this shit doesn't even work why bro I don't the, the mouse pad doesn't work so now I gotta go back and return it and get a new one How but much I got some free airpods because I'm a college student what pros well, the pros weren't free, but they were discounted. Bro, what? What? You got free air, bro? Just for my, but just for going. Not, oh, you had to buy a laptop. Yeah, yeah, you got to buy a laptop. Oh, uh, I mean, I, got, I had a new um pendant. It's the Buddha. Mm. Bro, wait, go on. Now I got this. Pharaoh. Nice. I'm actually I got a tattoo appointment for next Thursday to get a Pharaoh to finish this this up. Bro, speaking of the Buddha, bro, I've been doing I've been listening to this book, right? It's like an 18 hour it's more of like a lecture, more than a book, but it's considered a book, I guess. And like they've been like it's it's on like Eastern intellectuals from I guess ancient times like before Christ and during that whole era. 
and bro, it's 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 a lot different because like the West has like interpreted the Eastern's like philosophy in in a weird way. If that yeah. makes sense. like it's like the way we think about like monks or like Buddhists or things like that and their whole philosophy is like we kind of like change it into our own and try to like make it coincide with our own Western ideals and morals, if that makes sense. Cause like we're honestly we live totally different than people, especially back then we lived totally different than like the eastern the eastern side yeah. of the I mean like Western ideology and just the way we live is totally digital technologically eyes or however the fuck you say that shit. Like everything we do is based around technology. Like if technology went down for a day, people would lose their minds. Like a lot of people wouldn't be able to eat, honestly. If think about it, if the power's out for a week, a lot of people like would starve because they don't know how to cook, make a fire, first off. They don't know how to store food. They don't know how to catch food. They don't know how to do anything for real. And if you go to the Eastern part of the world, they're more in tune with nature. They look at this, which, and we look at them as like they're crazy. And they look at us with all this technology, like we're crazy. Cause like they know what's going on with the earth and they're living with the earth. See, that's the thing, bro. Like you think that, like you think they're more in tune with nature and they're more in tune with with things like that and in a sense they are especially like in in the past times but now like they're on low key like because i've been uh like learning about the shaolin temple you know what that is no it's basically this place where like a lot of monks are like born not born but like uh a sin like like they they work they work out there they do what they do there they live oh train Monks, yeah, I'm sorry. And like, bro, I've heard because there's this one dude who has a YouTube channel and he was a he trained there or whatever for three years. And he was like, they all have cell phones, they need cell phones, they need uh, I mean, he's seen people he's seen monks, quote unquote, that deal with that, like, mess with prostitutes, they do all these, like, they, he's met some of the worst people there, uh. What else? Oh, he was like 90% of them don't even meditate. And then it's like, you you hear that and you're like, oh, like, so what's going on? Like, who are the real, like, you feel me? How have we, cause I feel like me personally, like when we watch like cartoons or whatever, or like even like those old Asian movies, like we think of like monks or whatever as these old like wisdom filled people who are like super, they almost, I, to be honest, bro, I thought a monk would have like supernatural, superhuman abilities. Like I thought they'll be able to lift stuff up with their mind. But then you like, then you start doing the research, and then you realize how like they're not even they're like not all that. And plus, like the, I mean, the living like a monk is like kind of weird. I wouldn't want to live like that. Would you like say that these people that are claiming that they're monks but aren't living so like that way? I wouldn't say that they're monks. I'll just say that, like they're imitating something. But well, you would have. I don't think there's. I mean, I don't think there's like a lot of people on Earth that's like really about that shit. And that's what kind of scares me because the more like I look up, the more you like 
kind of realized that all these celebrities and people in the public eye are one, not only just regular people, but they like bullshitting motherfuckers at that. And like, I start to realize like, damn, is there like anybody out there that's really about they stuff, like really about what they talk about? And like, if there is like, I don't know, it kind of makes you question yourself or at least me sometimes, it makes me question myself. Like, is all this woke shit just bullshit? Like, is all this meditation shit just a facade and the matrix or whatever? And I don't know, it's kind of hard to navigate. But yeah. then like, I don't know, the way I know that it's real is because like, when you get away from preaching it and get away from even just watching people that are preaching it and you just practice it, you start to generally you know, reap the benefits or reap the seeds that you sow. Like you get what you, you get out what you put in. So if you're putting in the work, you're meditating, you're working out, you're going to feel good. But I feel like if you're always just listening to people who are saying like, yeah, they're doing this and they're on this level, yada, yada, yada. It's like, I don't know. It kind of just makes me feel like they're bullshitting. Yeah, cause I, and also I feel like a lot of what we done in the wet, in the wet, my bad, in the West, since this is our ideal, this is our morals, like we put ourselves in the center of the universe. But a lot of the Eastern philosophy, especially like Buddhism, it kind of, it really, and even like you can tell with like Eastern, Eastern, like Asian architecture, like, you know how like in paintings on the West, there'll be like of humans, like human faces, they'll have like portraits, a lot of portraits or they have sculptures of men. But in Eastern architecture, there's not a lot of humans in it because they don't look at themselves as a cent the center of the universe. They look at themselves as just like, at almost the same as a bacteria. If you where bacteria is gonna last way longer than us. So who's really more important? So when it comes to like the whole meditation and like the whole, like, thinking about if you think it's real or not, I think it's really like, it's, it's very real, but we look at it as a, in a different way as they taught it or as a way they thought about it because we've grown up with valuing ourselves so much and looking for insane benefits. Like, cause you know, like a lot of people in America, they do things just so, so they can see a benefit, a major one. They don't have a lot of patience. But when we don't see that, a lot of times we don't think it works, but it may work. You just may not see it working. Yeah. The thing about like realness and fakeness that like, when I think about it, like really makes my head hurt is because like reality is so subjective, meaning it's so hard to differentiate real reality from fake reality, especially with all this technology. And I mean, it's subjective because no two people's reality is the same. Everybody has a different scope of what reality is. So like me and Andre, we live in the same world. We grew up in the same neighborhood, but we both have two different realities because we have two different life experiences. Mm -hmm. And all of those realities of all the people on earth or whatever, they accumulate accumulatively whatever create one big reality but now now stay with me here right 
we're here. If majority of people on earth live in a false sense of reality, if all the realities put together makes up what we call reality, is reality fake or real? I'll look at stuff sometimes and like I'll sense stuff or just like have a feeling. And I'm like, am I crazy or like am I actually sensing some real feeling or some real stuff? And like it's hard because I, I can't even really talk to nobody about it because I'm gonna just sound crazy to niggas most most of the time. You feel me? So it's like I got a quote for you real quick. Sorry yeah. to great wisdom looks like great stupidity. For real. Go and ahead. it's like that's why I say like the people that always talk, like I've learned the more that I go down this spiritual path, it's like this spiritual path is like I'll talk less. Like there's no use even wasting my energy trying to explain to some something to somebody because one, they're not gonna understand, two, they just gonna treat you like you an idiot and you just gonna be on a low vibration dealing with that entire incident situation. But yeah, this that thing about reality, I don't know, it's something I think about a lot because what is real reality? How can we know what real reality is? Like actually and I forgot who said it. It might have been Hobbes or Plato or some, it was some philosopher, but they said, we can never have a true grasp of what reality are because everything that we have come to know, we know through our senses, but we don't know what it actually is. We just know it through the lens of our senses as a human being. So you might see a rock and we know a rock because we can touch a rock, taste it, whatever, do all the senses, use your five senses to identify that rock. But what is the rock outside of the human senses? Like, what is it really? We can never grasp what reality actually is. Yeah. What do you think about that? I think, cause also they talk about isolation a lot. And I think it's, imp I think isolation personally should be used as like a cleansing a sin, not a sense cleanser, but just a cleanser for your mind. Because we're, like you said, we're brought up and we're taught things. So we don't really even understand where our own mind would take us if we let it, because we have all these out, your parents, your teachers, your doctors, everything telling you what's right or what's wrong, what's this or what's that. But if you take, if you take let's just say two years, and you go to a place that you've never been to before, you will be, you will be so isolated, isolating. You'll be against, bro, put the guns away. You'll be so again, I mean, God. Oh, you'll be so like open because you would have to be open to learning new things and learning different things. So your brain would reshape itself in a different way when you were a kid. That's bad. And I remember just to go on the point about like truth. I remember there there was this uh there was this Chinese philosopher. I think I think it was Laos, but I'm not sure. I think it might have been in the Tao or whatever. He was like, he was like, he he thought education was stupid. He thought education was was wrong. And the reason why he thought that is because it teaches you desires, it teaches you frustration, because when you're learning something, you can't learn it, you get frustrated. But it also teaches you something that other people be
My bad. Did you hear that? Yes. All right, I'll just cut it out. But yeah. God, what was I saying? It teaches you something. Oh, it also stresses you out. I forgot what I was going with that. But he also said the part where he said about the when you go down these the, this path, the stupid people talk the most. And I remember he said, I remember in the book it said, the best things or the best teachers, or wait, hold on, let me look it up. Oh, the best things are taught with no words. That's facts. Because I could it's like I was gonna, I was gonna say, like, if you if you tell a kid, right, not to do something, they're not gonna know not to do it just because you're telling them to do something. Some things must be learned through action, through experience, or else they not only will they not learn it, they won't learn the value of what you're saying at all. Exactly. It's like we gotta like look at words and like take ourselves out of it. And that's what I like to do for a lot of stuff. I like to stand third person looking at myself, like get out of my body and look at myself. And people need to do that just for human beings in general. So if you look at words and how people use them literally for everything to communicate, well, what is a word really? Like if you, if you like actually stare at a word and then just look at the letters, they're symbols, right? But there's symbols that humans created. So we're on a vibrational path of a human creation. We're not in sync with the universe because you feel me like, I forgot where I was going with this, sorry. But- Oh, it's cool. I knew I, freak, I forgot where I, I was going. I got something too. Cause he also talked about like words. Oh, oh, my bad. I remember. But like when you hear like words, especially like on a tune, you just get, you'll like get a phrase or something stuck in your head. And like, whenever you, at least personally, whenever I try and think of something like that phrase will always like kind of get in the way. I feel like what words do is they fill your brain with a bunch of unnecessary bullshit that clouds your thinking. And it's like kind of creates anxiety because there's so much, there's so much, it's so much to choose from. Like there's so many words and you really just pull them out of thin air. So they're just crammed in your brain. And I'm thinking like, what was the world like before like people were just using words? Like, yeah, we were still communicating, but we weren't having conversations with words on this. Like we were communicating telepathically. And like, I think if your brain is clear, like even when you meditate, when you meditate, you have a clear brain, right? And like, no? No, I, that's what my brain is. Because I don't think you could, I don't think you can ever really have a clear brain. Cause you're no, always- I was with, thinking about that, right? I was like, it's hard to like force your brain like to not think, right? Mm -hmm. And I was like, that's just being undisciplined as fuck. Cause you control your brain. At the end of the day, you're not your body or your brain. You are something way bigger than that. You control both of them. So it might be hard, but that's not necessarily means it can't be done, right? And I'm thinking like, when you think of God or a figure or that ultimate being or whatever, just, and I think of a God being as like the wisest person in the universe or whatever. And not even person or being just like 
wisdom itself, truth, right? And when I think of that, I don't think of something that's always thinking because when you always think, you can overthink and cloud your judgment. Not to say it's not good to think, but when I think of that figure, that being, I think of somebody that just knows because it's truth. It is knowledge. It's wisdom. And like, for instance, when you look at a dog, I feel like dogs don't think and they're so happy and they're so at peace. And I feel like that is the wave that you're supposed to be on. Like a dog lives its life to the fullest in the moment because it doesn't think. It's just always, you feel me? You get what I'm saying? You, you yeah. Let me ask you this to, to kind of counter that. Not really counter it, but just to, you know, formulate another thought. Do you think that's even possible in the world we live in today? Because I know if you were to follow, if you were to really strictly follow like Jainism, Buddhism, or Hinduism, maybe not Hinduism, but if you were to follow those two religions or Taoism or anything like that, you probably couldn't do it. If, if we're being honest right now, especially if you live, like, let's just say if I lived in Las Vegas, right? And I try to be a Jainist or whatever. I don't know what they're called, a, a Jain, whatever. They what don't, is that religion? Jainist, it's, it's, I don't know want to say it's like, basically the idea, that's where like where karma comes in and like they believe in whatever you do has karma. So even if you eat like a carrot, that still has bad karma because you're eating something that has feelings or you're eating a living thing. They don't, they don't wear clothes. They don't, what else don't they do? They can eat meat, but it, the bigger the animal, the bigger the, uh, I mean, the worse the karma is going to be. And that, I mean, that's pretty much all I know about it, but and they have monks and things like that. But if you were to try to be like that, if you were to try to live like that, you couldn't. You couldn't walk around in society, in, in America at least, and try to be a true like Buddhist monk or try to be one of those other religions. And that's where this question comes in. And this is why I bring up the reality piece earlier. Society is built up of a bunch of people with a demented reality. And I don't know whether this is true or not, but we may be moving towards a time where we may be completely shut off from real reality, especially with all this technology, with all this stuff. All this may become the real reality because this is how everybody is living. But again, just because our senses, just because humans are living this way doesn't mean this is actual reality. So I think that I don't know. I think that for somebody to live, I don't know. That's a hard question. Remind me of your exact question again. It was, do you think somebody could really live like how you said, like in today's climate, in today's society? Like, oh, okay. And we were talking about like, well, we were talking about like, could anybody live with out with a clear mind, you know? And I think it's like, if you just, if you live by yourself or your family or whatever, just out in the woods, away from society, how does that person grow up? What type of things do they 
think they can do. Like people set their limits based on how other people set their limits. Like the more you grow up, the more you start to not believe in yourself because you see all these other people and you're like, dang, they can't do it. I probably can't either. So they put themselves in a box, I feel like. And it's like, that becomes their reality, but that doesn't mean that was, you know, true reality. And I think that if you take yourself out of, you know, this matrix that we live in, this low vibrational setting, and you go on a universal vibrational setting, like it's untelling what true powers people have. Like, because we're in an echo chamber of people telling us you can't do this, you can't do that. Or if you think this way, you're crazy. But if you're outside of that and you're thinking true to yourself, like who knows what we can really do. I have another question for you, right? Do you think, do you think it's more beneficial for a human being to be like we live in in the society that we just talked about do you think it's more beneficial for the human to rebel against that society to you know have a clear mind to be at peace with their self and in the in a way that doesn't really coincide with society's beliefs or do you think it's better for them to you know quote be like water and just adapt to their society and learn how to be happy in that society, if whether or not it's harder or not. Um, that's 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 that. Yeah, I mean, like, it, it depends how you look at it. And if you are happy under control, under a lie, like, does it matter? But but also, would you be? Are you really under control and under a lie if you know it's a lie and you know you're under control? That's what I'm saying. And like, I went through that kind of my first semester because at all these parties, all this stuff, you know, a lot of people were doing, they were having fun or whatever, but it wasn't necessarily stuff that I wanted to do or whatever. Mm -hmm. But it's like, and then like, if you just think like with the politics stuff, like people don't, if you think a separate away from people, they'll look at you like you crazy or just a whole, have a whole bunch of stuff to say about you without even knowing you. So if you adapt and, you know, kind of just be like water, that means you get the vac, you know, you just act like everybody else. You're a follower. You're not a leader. You may be happy. You might have a good life. You will reap the benefits of society, but I wouldn't say you're in, you're, pro, you're I wouldn't say you're, you're being controlled. Your life is being controlled because you're on a wavelength that is being led by other people, you know? And like, if you rebel against that, it's like, and I, I remember I called you and I was talking about this kind of idea while I was on that shrooms trip. And I was like, we can either disseminate into society and be like everybody else, or just be those crazy guys in the woods. Mm -hmm. And it's like, I'm gonna just say what the advice you gave me. He was like, it only matters if you feel me, you care what other people think. So I think if you live in how you want to, 
if you're really on that level, really about what you say, then you won't really give a fuck about what other people think. So it's not like you're rebelling. You're just doing what you do. Mm-hmm. But if you do care about what people think, then you probably can't do that. You're going to have to integrate and, and try and just be like everybody else. And if that's what's make you happy, if that's what gives you a good life, there's no, it's not like that's wrong. You know, you could say it's the easy way out, but I mean, like, it is what it is at this point. Like, we all die anyway. Yeah, and that's the thing I was going to, that's the thing I want to touch on is like, okay, we die anyways, right? And this is almost a pessimistic viewpoint, but if we die any, like, say, like, okay, I'll use the Black Panthers, for example, right? Or maybe not the Black Panthers, but... Anything, anybody that like rebelled, a lot of people have rebelled in against like, you know, fighting for black rights or whatever. And there's still a lot of black people getting killed in this country by white people, yada, 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 whatever. So it's like, does their efforts really matter? Because, because I, we know it matters to them because they died with, you know, cause they were prideful and they died with, with the thought that they're dying for, to help their people. But in reality, did it really help their people? So did, do their efforts even matter? So did, did all that they, all that they did, was that for waste? Like, was it even necessary? Like you could have just lived a happy life and just went with the flow instead of trying to fight losing your life for whatever, especially if you don't know if there is, if there is an afterlife. If this is all you got and you're spending it in hopes that the future will be better or in hopes that you will get to a better place after death is it really that important to live a life where you want to feel make yourself feel important rather than just trying to be happy and that makes sense now but you gotta think back then when like slavery was still a thing the more you could you know just be happy knowing you're a slave and that's your life and not trying to fight back or you could try and rebel and make your life more of a hell than it already was, you know? So I think like, it's kind of like that today, just instead of with physical things, it's more with ideas. Like, did you see that freaking, that one girl or lady or whatever, she can't run at the Olympics cause she smoked weed, but they're letting transgenders compete in the Olympics. So it's like, you can like literally not be, and you know, no shade, no tea, you feel me, to anybody. But you can literally not be a biological woman and compete as a woman in the Olympics, but you can't be a biological woman that smoke weed. Bro, and what makes matters even worse, like this is kind of like just funny to me, it's a powerlifting contest that the that the transgender is doing. Like it's not like maybe she's doing table tennis. It makes sense, but she's doing something where men obviously like are way above women at. And she well, she's been taking testosterone. I mean, uh, estrogen for like twelve months or six months or whatever. That's it. She's been a girl. She's had girl hormones in her body for a year. But she's been a man her whole life. Like that—that that is crazy to me, and I, and, and that, that that 
about the weed thing, like, there is a part of me that's like, like, obviously I get that that's messed up, but there's also a part of me like, come on, dude, like, why would you smoke weed? If you know you're a college athlete and you know you have the opportunity to compete in the Olympics. Nah, fuck that. Because it's like, there's so many people that make so much money off weed. Yeah, that's fine, but you, but you also you signed a contract. You know what the deal is. You signed. Yeah, I get that. I get that. You should. So what I'm saying is, I, I understand it shouldn't be illegal, but you signed up for this, and you should be disciplined enough, especially if you know you're a star, a superstar athlete, out of this world athlete, the fastest woman ever. You should you should be disciplined enough to not smoke weed or to not do whatever she did. Yeah, that's true. But I, I mean, mean like, I feel like it's unfair though. I'm, I'm not, but I'm just saying. Yeah, I'm not. Like, I just think like with things like this, there's two ways you can look at it. You can look at it on the lower level, the societal level, or the universal level. And I mean, most cases you got to do both because, like you said, we live on the lower level, so we got to deal with motherfuckers that are here. Well, that's why I say, like, if you don't have to deal with society, because this summer, I realized, like, how long days really are. Days? Yeah. Like, if you wake up at a good time, oh, days. you can get, yeah, you can get, like, a lot done in a day. Oh, you yeah. feel me? You can work out twice. You can run, like, twice and still have a lot of your day left. So I'm thinking if humans didn't have to do all this bullshit as far as work and just have all these distractions and technology and shit, how far could your mind really take you without all this cloud in it, without but all this in the way? Do you feel like, this is an interesting, interesting question I always debate to myself because I want everybody to like reach their full potential, but do you feel like everyone even has the potential to be like a leader or to be like innovative or to be to strive for better like some people I truly believe and this may seem messed up I truly believe I truly believe there are people who's who are destined to be you know quote-unquote worker ants or whatever yeah definitely that's what they're that's what they're here for so then how would you draw the line of like because some people enjoy working for other people so how would you draw the line of like these people should be able to be innovative, be free thinkers, and then these people should should and work with those people. I'm glad you brought that up because I was thinking, I was like, Elon Musk, right? He's the CEO of all these big companies, all these big engineering companies, and he's not been an engineer. I think, let me see what he has his degree in. But I don't need, I, I don't even think it's in like, a hard science. Like, uh, he is. This shit was annoying. But, anyways, like, I was thinking, I was like, I used to want to be an engineer and I was like, nah, I don't want to be that because it's too hard, even though it's not too hard. 
He got um he has a degree in economics and physics, right? <laughs> and I was like, and I was like, and physics okay, but I was just thinking he's not an engineer, right? He 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 didn't get an engineering degree, and he's like one of the world's most renowned engineers or whatever. And I was thinking, I was like, and I got this thought because I was reading this book. It's called The World in Zero Numbers or the world in zero words. It's examining the world through math and equations, right? And I was like, I understand this book. I understand these concepts these people are talking about, but it's like something that has a definitive answer. And like, that's something somebody can figure out. And I was like, I don't think I should be wasting my time trying to figure out something that somebody else can figure out. Like ideas are something like if you think about what an idea is it's like literally nothing that becomes something in the physical world like they come from nothing they're literally like the idea for this phone or this computer or whatever they came from nothing it all came from an idea everything on earth that you see that humans made came from an idea and not everybody has the power to generate those ideas but then when it's not like you feel me when I think of a world that is free from this societal mainframe I don't think of like yeah there's worker bees and stuff but I think everybody has like a, a, a secret talent or you know hidden gem and they might know it not know it they might just enjoy doing something and they don't even realize that that's their talent or whatever and I think that if people didn't grow up in a setting where they were constantly told that they had to put themselves in a box, then their minds would flourish and they would grow differently and think differently and be able to do different things because they're telling themselves they can. I think that's the power of their mind. So I think that, yeah, there will always be worker bees in this societal setting, but I don't know if that's the case. Like, I don't even think we would be on a frequency to where we would need worker bees necessarily. But I don't know, honestly. Maybe there is always. That's something I'd have to think more about. What I what I thought about it was, I think now this. You feel me? This is going a little off bar, right? But I think we I think we have past lives, right? And I think a lot of people believe in those. But I think our past life is what leads to our intuition and what is it pre yeah intuition whatever because i remember this one time we were me and you were walking in the park and you were talking about like how some people are born smarter than other people some people are born more athletic whatever yada yada and just how like genetics can be passed down from generation to generation like in in a sense of like your dad was an athlete you're probably going to be born with athletic features. You're, and I think it's the same as is maybe not if your parents were smart, but maybe if in your past life you were smart or you learned, you came back as another being, as someone who is just naturally smart. You naturally catch, you're naturally curious because I've always, because I've been curious like my whole life. But, and then I look around, I'm like, how are you guys, like, y'all don't care about this at all? And I'm like, why don't y'all care about it? Because it's not like 
it's not like I was just brought up to be like people didn't just tell me to ask questions. Teachers, teachers tell you don't ask questions. Like they, I, they tell you to ask questions, but you ask a stupid question. You ask a stupid question, they're gonna make you look stupid. So, they're you, you're not really brought up to ask questions, but some people just have that instinct to ask questions, and I really think that's a result of just either genetics, either like you know your parents are curious, or maybe the last time you were on this earth you just were a smart person or you were a curious person. Do you think that life is meant to be easy or do you think it's meant to be hard? Bro, that's hard because... Or do you think life's meant to be a constant struggle? I think it is. Or do you think it's meant to be blissful? I think, I think life is suffering for everybody, for everything, because no matter what, a lot of times death is going to be painful. So you can't just live your whole life happy and peace free if you have to experience death. Even if you die. Why? Of, huh? Why? Why because, can't death be seen? It? Because even me and you, we don't look at death as some terrible. Well, know, I, mean, no, I, mean, I meant it like in a, in a physical way. Like you're, you're going to feel like you're dying, which I would imagine probably hurts. But I don't know. I think I think life is suffering because you're going to all yeah, it can't be easy because you're going to always have to search for food. You're going to always have to search for water. You're going to always have to work for things. Even if there is no societal setting, if you even if you live in the woods, you're going to have to work for certain things and working doing things like that in a sense is suffering and is literally quote unquote stress to your body which stress leads to suffering. Or, or unhappiness, or tension, okay. or tightness. So, I had this conversation with this person, um, couple this group of people a couple of days ago, and I basically I don't know how it got to this point, but I bring up I was like, is the war is the world and human beings destined to be in a constant state of war? Is life in a, a constant state of war? Is that reality? Because if you look at it, we're always at war. We're literally in war right now. People are always at war with each other, whether it's psychological war, mental war, you know, whatever. But I was thinking, I was like, I was like, if people and, and and this is gonna like kind of sound off bar for a little bit, but it's all gonna tie together at the end. So I had this thought. I was like, and I think I told you this the last part. I was like, somebody that has the script can make it, it can seem like they know the future, but they're just dictating what happens because they have the script and they know how people react. And that's wisdom, not necessarily knowing what's going to happen but knowing how people are going to react to it to a certain extent you can tell the future that way right so i was thinking right i was like the people who have the script are the most knowledgeable and right now we're in a war the war is an information war you know and the war is getting stronger because the ignorant are getting smarter slowly and slowly and slowly and somebody said and I was like, when I asked this question, I said, are we destined to be in a constant state of war? And somebody was like, 
Yes, because the ignorant will always rise against the, always have the ability to rise against the, the uh, smart. You know, the ignorant can rise up or whatever. And he used it. No, he didn't say that though. He said children can always rebel against their parents. And I took that as an analogy: the ignorant rising up against the knowledgeable. And I said, if you look at us today, when are humans today going to rise up against the knowledgeable and take out this structure of where the top ten per, the top one. 0.1% of people control everything. I literally, it's probably less than a thousand people that control billions, if we're being honest, right? And I was like, when are we the ignorant? And he was, and he kept, felt offended at first until I explained it. I was like, are you, he said, are you calling us ignorant? I said, yes, because we don't know. We're fighting these people wars and we don't even realize it. And even if we say that we realize it, we're still doing it. So we just really dumb as fuck. So, what I meant to ask you is like, do you think the war, the world and human beings are destined to be in a constant state of war? Like, is there any escape in that? And if there is, like, how do you think it will be done? I think, I think we're always going to be a constant, in a constant state of war because like you said, the ignorant, matter of fact, no, not even like you said, we live in a time where the ignorant win. I mean, the ignorant people win. The people that are the most moral, I mean, the most off morally, just on a, just on a, what's good is good, what's wrong is wrong. People that are, that are wrong usually win. We can see that in like entertainment, in sports. You think about, you think about people who, who, who make uh, content. A lot of the content that they make is, is terrible. Not in a sense of production, but in a sense of just like, this isn't something that your kids should watch, but they make the most money. They are winning in society. So there's always going to be that pull, that push and pull. I mean, not push and pull, that uh, tug of war between should we be ignorant to thrive in this society or should we be righteous and be get stepped on? And with that being, like, what I mean by that, I mean, how that relates to the question is like, we're always going to be in war because there's always going to be this war of ignorance and this war of wisdom. And if we're being honest, the wisdom, people with wisdom are always going to, are always going to lose, especially in a physical sense. You think about people who, like, if I were to sit up here and be like, there's actually a, a Chinese philosopher, his name is Muarza, uh, right? And he, he preached that it should all be love. Yada, like, we shouldn't, like, war is the stupidest thing ever. His people, his the people that followed him got wiped out. His information didn't even get rediscovered until the 19th, 20th century. So we can, so the wise can sit up here and preach about, yeah, we should have peace. We should do all these things. But these ignorant people that don't care about that have atomic weapons that, okay. that, ain't, that ain't hearing no words at all. And this is why, all right. Are we on a hell planet then? If we are destined to be if our lives are literally being controlled by the, my, the moronic people around us and we can't get around it, we can't get around it. If we are destined to live in a constant state of war and our reality is di dictated based on other people and we can't even get around it, is this a hell planet? And I say that because, look, if you are fortunate enough to get woke, most people are born asleep and they die asleep. So they have no recollection if this was a hell planet or not. But if you are fortunate enough to get woke 
and you realize how backwards all this shit is in society, and then you realize you can't even get to the, around it, you can find yourself in a constant state of hell. And then if you think about the universe, is this really the vibration that it's supposed to be on? Is this the only place on earth, the only planet that's sustaining life, and this is how it's going? So like, that's why I ask, are we on a hell planet then living in a hell reality? I think, I think we are on a hell planet because you look at the wisest, the wisest people, right? Let's just say the Buddha, right? The all-knowing. I don't know if he's all-knowing, but he even said life is suffering. And the only time you're really happy is when you're under a false pretense of what happiness really should be. The only time you're happy is when you buy something that you desire, some materialistic thing that really has no importance in the universe at all besides making you happy. And what that and what that is and how God, how the Christian God literally describes a devil is is a like a false pretense. It's like he's 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 saying one thing to you, but that's not really real. Or he's giving you something that is is gonna make you happy for the moment, but is really bad for you. So what we're really doing is we're getting these satisfactory happy things. I mean these these uh temporary happy things that are really our, our downfall. Like you think about it, right? If you eat, if you eat an ice cream cone, right? That's only making your brain want more ice cream. Very happiness. Yeah, that's that's making your 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 happy that's making you happy, but that's making your brain addicted to that happiness that's eventually gonna kill you. It's the same thing with you buy a you buy one purse, your brain is your brain is gonna want more port, I mean more purses, more clothes which is eventually going to leave you broke, which is going to leave you dead or starving or whatever. It's going to leave you unhappy. It's going to leave you stressed. So I think we do live on a hell planet, but there is a way out. I do believe there is a way out. So do you think this, and that's why I say, cause like I said this in an earlier part, I said, you know, it's like the smarter you are, the harder it is to be happy. And it's like, what is true happiness? Do you have to be, do you have to know things to experience true happiness or can a dog who knows nothing experience true happiness? Like what is true happiness? Cause if your happiness under a false pretense, is that true happiness or is that falsified happiness? Like what's the difference, right? And like, that's why I was thinking like, and I kind of thought of this like as the Maze Runner, you know, like they got, have you seen the Maze Runner? The Maze, nah. Well, it's basically like the first movie, right? They're trying to get out of this maze the entire time and they get out of it and they think like, all right, that's over. Oh, I've seen this. I've seen this actually. Yeah, yeah. And then like, they're actually not out of the maze actually, right? And I'm thinking like, what if that's life? Like we're getting this, like we're on this, we're on level one. And really to beat level one, you just got to realize that this is not how you're supposed to be living. And then you just train up until you get to your next level. Cause I'm like, you know, like energy never ceases to exist. It keeps going on. So if you're at a low vibrational state your entire life and you die at that low vibrational state, you're gonna reincarnate at that low vibrational state. But if you're training yourself and getting ready for what's to come, even if you're on this hell planet, your mind isn't. So you're not gonna, come back to this same place you're not you're going to come back somewhere else like what's the next level you know and i think that's really when you think about 
whether you want to just, you know, say fuck it and just go along with the flow and be happy in life or fight the grind and like be about what you're about, no matter like if you're the only motherfucker that's about it. It's like this is one level out of billions in the entire universe. You feel me? You can think of every every planet as a as a different level or whatever. This is one out of a billion. And if you get castrated and caught up on wanting to stay fixated on this level, you don't even realize you're on a hell planet. You're on the worst level you could be on. You feel me? You can't level up. There's like, and people are so caught up like trying to be famous. We're literally trying to get deeper into the hell planet. Because once you're famous, like, you really not getting off this bitch. You're stuck for real. And it's like, that's how I think this is a hell plan because the goal is to get deeper in the bullshit, get deeper in the matrix and not break out. Like everybody always wants to be the center of attention rather than the person watching on the outside. When that person on the right side, outside is really the main mother, the, the motherfucker, everybody's the most powerful one. Like the person, and I thought about this like with rappers and stuff or just... No, I really thought about it with politicians. I was like, the president, the person you see is not the fucking person you should be worried about. It's the person behind the scenes. That's just a puppy. So if you think about it, all these people are trying to get deeper into the matrix to become those puppets and get stuck on this hell planet that's run by demons, literally. So, I mean, I think in a way, you have to, you can't think of, like, you can't worry about what other people think. You have to be about what you believe in and, like, stand for something or fall for anything, like, and you might have a terrible life because you just fighting so much bullshit and everybody that's throwing the bullshit at you, they're just ignorant. They don't know, but just know energy never ceases to, to exist. If you die and you're at this high vibration, you're not going to reincarnate at a low you're going to experience shit that people can't even fathom on this planet because we're so caught up in this box of telling ourselves that we're these physical beings instead of what we actually are. But then again, I could just be a nigga talking like who knows. for real. And, and this, that, that's like the, uh, the real idea of karma. See the Western, the West, the West has like kind of shifted into this, uh, this idea. If you do good things, good things will happen to you. Like if you, Get somebody twenty dollars, you'll get two hundred dollars, and that—that's again like putting yourself at the center of your own universe and trying to fan your own nuts about doing something good. When in reality, the whole idea of karma is like you do good things on Earth, and that kind of like—I don't know how would you how how could you describe this like like you do good things on Earth, that's gonna help you in the afterlife, basically. So when you so when people are are on this earth right and they're so focused on their present position and trying to get like you said deeper into that matrix of like i want to be famous on earth and you're doing all these bad things stepping on people and you know pulling people's chair out and then you die you're going to end up in the same place if not worse you might just come back an animal or you might just come back a fly or whatever but when you do the right thing when you live a righteous life when you hopefully you know you make it to to something to a higher level you make it to that nirvana state 
or you make it to even just a state better than this. But you, you might just go one level up. You might be born a dog because that may be better than being a human. Or you might be born a bacteria because, like I said, they're going to be around here way longer than humans. So it's like it's important to not focus too much on trying to be the star in a terrible movie. This is a terrible movie. You don't want to be a star in a great movie. I mean, in a terrible movie. You want to be, even you just you want to make it to the big screen. Why would you? Why would you put all your effort into this play? You feel you me? don't even want to make it to the big screen though. You want to be, because like once you make it to the big screen, what's after that? Well, like the, once you get in the crowd, oh, go, the big bad. screen being like Nirvana, like you know, it was like just oh, my bad. My bad. No, I was like saying like this is like. You know how like the big screen is like you know where you get yeah, off, yeah. and then the play is like nobody really watches plays. Like I don't even know if they still exist. Yeah, facts. Yeah. My bad. But um, COVID. Yeah, I mean, I was thinking I was like, life is suffering. This is true. At least the state that we're in. And I was like, all right, if let's let's assume you know like how in math for all these theorems and bullshit. They assume that some shit is correct and then they try and prove it. So I'm gonna fucking do that with philosophy and motherfuckers can't, oh, you can't do that. Y'all do it with math. So I'm gonna do it with philosophy. So now let's assume that reincarnation is real, right? And you just keep coming back. One, that kid also, that's damn near like, and you know how Kyle said, like, once you, once you, if you are like, get to the point where you realize that reincarnation is real. That like can suck because you realize no matter what you do, you're gonna keep coming back. Right? Well, no, that's not true. Cause that's like that's why you want to go to Nirvana, so you don't come back here. Hell yeah. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, that yeah, that's what I was gonna say, right? <laughs> and then, like you said, you can go through all these levels and they even be little levels. One, they're all different experiences. And two, if you get to the point where all right, let me ask you this, right? Mm-hmm. I don't think after you you're right. You could like leave, maybe like get into Nirvana is like slowly getting dumber or let we perceive as being dumber and just like being more alive. Cause I feel like the more you think, the less you're in the moment. That makes sense. Mm. Like when I'm in the moment, like I'm in the moment, like I'm not really, especially like when I play basketball, right? I'm in the moment the entire game. I'm not thinking, all right, I'm about to cross this uh, between my legs, behind my back, step back three. No, I'm just doing whatever because I have to go straight off like. Why are you like that, though? Because you know basketball. You're so skilled at basketball that you can move in a flow state and have fun. So it's kind of the same thing. I think it's the same thing with life. Like, if you're uncertain about something, you get anxiety. That's anybody. So if you're uncertain about life, you're going to be anxious all the time. But once you get to like the why state where you know, where you're pretty certain about everything you do, then that's when you move through that flow state and that's when you reach nirvana. But you have to first become very knowledgeable. Like you said, you got like with basketball, you're very knowledgeable in basketball. So in life, you have to become very knowledgeable about life. In order to be the, in order to be super wise, and in order to move through a flow state through life, you're right. So like, 
I don't know. Like, I think then you can, there's only going up then. You have to, you couldn't become like a dog or anything. So I was going to ask you, do you think like you had a past life? And if so, how many times do you think like, like how many times do you think you've been a human or do you think like you've been other animals before? I don't know. Reincarnated past them. I don't know if I've been another animal, but I really do like, I've been thinking about this a lot. Like, I really do think like I've had multiple past lives because like, and I don't want to toot my own horn here, but I feel like I'm like, I was just born naturally smart. I'm, I was able to catch on things really quickly. I could watch something and, and know how to do it. And I don't think you can really like, I, I know my mom didn't feed me no egg, like no good food. Like I got no superpower baby milk. Like it was, I was brought up just like everybody else. And I think, like I said, that that just instinctive intuition that some people have is a result of those past life experiences kind of, kind of like, you know, jabbing at you. Like, don't do that. Like you ever, like you, you get those voices where it's like, this doesn't seem safe, but you've never been there. Yeah. yeah. No, because I feel like your, your past life is telling you and people who yeah, don't. Like, that's the intuition. Yeah. And, and people that don't have a lot of experience in, in past lives, they, they're probably newbies to this. You know, people that are so sprung on materialistic or the present, probably it's probably because they didn't really have a past or a past life. So they got to yeah. go through all the levels. Yeah, like sometimes when I'm thinking and like I'll say something that to me makes a lot of fucking sense. <laughs> and then like to somebody else, it's like, they're like, I sound crazy as fuck. And like I was having this conversation with these girls or whatever. And we were talking and I was like, I said something and then they were like, somebody was like, one of them was like, yeah, you're, there's not like, or they were like, you think really differently or something like that. But they meant to say it like in a, like kind of making fun of me way. And I was like, yeah, I do. Like, and there was like, or you might, you're crazy or something. I was like, I guess I am because like, if y'all are sane, then I'm for sure crazy. Bro, like I said, great wisdom is stupidity. Like people look at you, like people look at Kanye, right? And you shared that video uh, uh, on Facebook and I watched it. I think he was on, uh, he was talking to Big Boy or whatever, somebody. Yeah. And people think he's crazy, but he be saying some of the smartest, wisest things that anyone in the music industry has ever said. But to a lot of people, he's stupid, he's ignorant, he's crazy. So it's like, you calling me stupid or you calling me crazy, coming from a stupid person, that's a compliment. I appreciate that. For real, exactly. And then like, bro, I was thinking like, the more I'm at college and just in this atmosphere, the more I find myself questioning myself and like, what I think is like, how I should be thinking or whatever. And, if I'm thinking the right way and I'm like and it really just makes me realize how fucking toxic this society is because the world and for the most part is run by motherfuckers who a are were, were already running the game meaning they were too rich to go to college they didn't have to or b they went to college and they think they know every fucking thing but I'm like the more I'm here the more I feel dumber I feel stupider the longer I'm here, right? So I'm like, okay. I'm just like, 
if these are the motherfuckers that are running everything, like it just makes me more firm that we're living in a hellscape. Like every, more the days that go on, like at least when I'm dealing with people and like in society, the more and more I think we're in a hellscape. Like honestly, no bullshit. Yeah, it's and it's 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 or hell planet. It's it's hard too because like. Actually, no. Actually, I, I, you know, I, I struggle with that also. But what's really helped me is like listening and reading some of these like old philosophers' thoughts, and realizing first off that some of them are the same as mine before I even knew about it. Just because I, like, I just not because I'm smart as him, but just because we're on the same level, kind of. But also that a lot of the things that they were saying were crazy at the time. Like you think about. Confucius right he he was thinking like there's no such thing as a natural born gentleman like you aren't just born somebody who is respectful or whatever powerful strong or whatever you can become a gentleman and bro up until then he was one of the first he was like the first person to be like you're not born as you are you can change throughout time or you can even like Galileo that nigga said the world the the earth wasn't flat and they killed that nigga like you look at all their stories and like you find comfort in being the odd thinker because at the time bro their things were unheard of bro and that's why I'm saying like and bro no bullshit I, I act like the past life thing because sometimes like no cocky shit or nothing but I'll be feeling like I was a philosopher in my past life because oh. like some of the shit I'll be thinking of and like you gotta remember like we're we're fucking you're 19 I'm 20 like bro oh my god bro I was like, thinking about that I was like yeah. when we were talking about it earlier I was like bro we're 19 and 20 like bro like, like we're young as fuck and we already have all these thoughts that people are like 60 won't even like aren't even close to thinking of and that's why I asked like what is the true potential of a human being? Because if we're this young and we're already on this level, like, I don't think we're anywhere close near the top. At least I hope not. Yeah. And like, how far can we really go? And then I just look at myself. There's nobody who I can look at as a figure to see where I can go because it's damn near like I'm on the same level with all these motherfuckers. Maybe not literally because they have more materialistic things than me, but Mentally, I can just tell that I'm either on the same level as them or over them at this point. Yeah. I'm just like, and I find myself, and I, I find it hard because all these distractions will pop up. I, I see distractions that like ads. They just pop up everywhere trying to get you off of what you're thinking. And it's like, sometimes I feel like I'm getting so close to a big breakthrough that's like, will make everything make sense. But I, it's like something blocking it. Like, my mind can't access it for some reason. Yeah. I feel like, I don't know, just the setting that you live in, what you're around, like, your environment makes, the environment makes the person, in a sense, you know? Like, I wouldn't be a person I was if I didn't grow up in the environment I did and I didn't experience the things I did, right? And I'm thinking if you live in a blissful, peaceful, amazing, like, environment that, promotes creativity and growth and learning like what is the true potential of a human being if they're never put in that box mm -hmm. 
we are always, we're at a young age, we're putting in a box and we stay in that box our entire lives. But if you're never put in that box and you grow and learn thinking you can literally do anything, that you're a God, like what is, what is your potential? Like how far can you go? That's what I'm thinking. That's like what I'm wondering. I mean, it makes me happy and sad because it's like, since there's nobody I can look at to say that there is something more, there's the potential of a human being period is like something very different. I'm, I'm not sure. Like I could just be wasting my time doing all this bullshit and like, I'm still just as powerful as the next nigga on his fucking phone 24 seven. But it's like, I'm going down a path where I'm learning shit that's never, or been forgotten for ages. And that's scary, but it's also exciting because it's like, you're really doing something. Yeah. Like I had to, cause bro, I'm gonna be honest with you. I talk to myself more than I talk to myself. And to myself, I was like, bro, like, cause I was thinking about this at work today. And, you know, I was thinking about like how young I am and I'm already like thinking like this, just because I surround myself with, with things that that like somebody that learned something in their 30s nowadays you can learn it when you're 15 because of the internet all those things so we're really at a point in life or in society where there's almost like this limitless source of information that you can that you can access in five seconds we don't have to do the same research as einstein or as any of these other guys because we have something that's so available to us so while I was thinking, I was like, bro, there's a chance. There's a chance that we, like, I could be one of the smartest people to ever touch this earth. Literally. Because, like, the timing is perfect. The desire is there. So it's like, I mean, hey. Bro, like, literally. And, like, that's, it's scary to me. Because it's like, it gives you so much, it, it puts so much pressure unwarranted pressure on you because it's like or i know nobody's thinking like me so it's like i damn near owe, owe it to the fucking whole race to push myself to my best potential because you feel me there's nobody else that i can be like all right i don't have to do it because this person is doing it. like the worker bees i don't have to worry myself with figuring out a fucking math problem or whatever because there's niggas that's doing that but as far as this I don't know if there's anybody else that's doing it. So it's like, it puts so much pressure on you. Cause like, yeah, it's amazing. You can be one of the smartest motherfuckers to ever walk this earth. But then it's like, oh shit, I may be one of the smartest motherfuckers to ever walk this earth. And it's like, that's when you really have to start believing in yourself. Because if you look at yourself, like I'm just a regular motherfucker, then you'll be like, the potential of human beings is small as fuck. You can't really do anything. You're going to put yourself in that box. But if you believe that you can do anything, like who, this, and that's what's crazy. You literally don't know. And that's like so amazing yet so scary. It's like space. We don't know what's out there. It's just it. And we're, <laughs> so like we don't know what people can do. We can just do some shit and we don't know, it's all a mystery. And that's, for a person who's at the front line, that's the scariest 
yet the most exciting thing that a person can can do experience you can have it's like are you ready are you brave enough to take that step and step into who the universe is saying you need to be that's really the only question and are you ready to embrace it and express it because like there's a lot of people that'll be really smart but be scared to 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 share it with others because they they're scared to sound dumb so it's like are you you know are not only are you ready for the challenge of just like putting that weight on your shoulders but are you ready to really like do something with it too because you can have all this knowledge but I mean what are you like what you're just gonna be a smart broke dude a, a smart homeless guy like nobody's gonna listen to that so you also got to take that risk of just sounding stupid being called stupid I'm sure bro I'm like 99 I'm 100% sure people watch us or listen to us and be like I think we're fucking retarded <laughs> <laughs> no this bro, is I, I know that because I talk to people in real life on some like woke shit like for real mm-hmm. and they think I'm crazy so yeah. like, I know they get on this podcast and think we fucking are idiots. Either either idiots or high. And I'm, bro, neither. Yeah, I'll be high sometimes. I, I, I don't. But I'll be like, okay, well. But see, like, that's why I think, like, see, that's what sucks. Like, because being on Earth, it kind of, you kind of don't get away from the reality that you're living in until you get on drugs and you have to literally get in a separate mind space. No, 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 no. Listen, because what's wrong with this? I'm going to post this on YouTube. Can you just, can you just say no, this, no, look, you're going to understand what I'm saying. Can you Hold just up. say drugs, though, instead of drugs so we don't get... So, like, I mean, like, psychedelics, weed, plants, whatever. Mm-hmm. And I was like, you have to alter your natural state of mind, your natural state of consciousness to realize that the people, the shit that you're doing on that natural state of consciousness, the people that are on that natural state of consciousness, they're not living, quote unquote, the correct way. You know, they're not living blissfully. They're not living with the earth, whatever. And I was like, you know, that's why when people, when you say some shit that makes a lot of sense and that's, you know, really woke, but it's not, you know, the the normal thing somebody might say, somebody will be like, oh, you must be high. And it's like, no, I'm not high. I just, I haven't been stuck in this state of mind to where I think that, you know, that is something that could be crazy. You feel me? People think stuff is crazy because they only go through their lives thinking one way, and that's a way that was built off the experiences they had. So, mm-hmm. like, if you are quote unquote saying high shit, that's only because people don't understand that you're saying some shit that may be real, and they ain't never experienced realness. Yeah, they can't they even living in a fake reality. You know, you only think something's crazy because you can't grasp it. You can't understand why someone would do something. You only think someone's crazy for killing 30 people because you can't do nothing like that. You can't think of doing something like that. But it's but you ask somebody else that's just as crazy as him, they'll be like, oh, yes, 30 people? I get it. He was probably stressed. So, doesn't it, you know, being called crazy isn't, if anything, bro, look at it as a compliment. Unless, unless you like really like killing people or doing something like that, then maybe not. But, no, but like even like crazy people look at that shit as a compliment. Yeah, but but if you're like, I don't want to compliment people that are doing that. 
But if you but well, I mean, no, I'm just saying, like, you wouldn't be complimenting them, but I'm just saying they're gonna take it as a compliment. So, like, if a motherfucker calls you crazy, take it as a compliment. Does because that, mean, that means you're not like that nigga, which you already know. Yeah, and you you just you're on another level as him. Yeah. Now I'm not saying go kill motherfuckers, but yeah, you feel me like I mean maybe. I'm playing. Don't do that. Please don't do that. But just be just be yourself. Be confident in yourself, no matter what people say, because you are special. And if you don't think you're special, you're probably not special, but you could work to where you're at a point where you think you're special. Um, all I'm going to say, I have a quote is, is, you know, don't let other people's depiction of what reality is dictate what your reality is. You manifest and create your own reality. No one reality is truer, more real than the other. So like, you know, live how you want to live. You know, I'm not saying go do any crazy shit. You know, that's all subjective, but like, you know, like live blissfully and don't let other people make you question yourself. Don't live in a conscious state of anxiousness. Don't live in a conscious state of war. Be buff like me, nigga. Hey, do I look buff right now? Wait, let me point the camera down a little. No, yeah. Can you can you make them jump? Oh, not right now. Bro, what? I mean, I can, but it's like fake. All right, but can you point the camera back up so we can do this quote? Yeah. I'm trying to have your, your tits in it. No, point it up. The camera? Oh. <laughs> Bro. Okay. <laughs> the quote is to end it off, and we just going to drop the mic on this one. The gentleman looks inside himself for for the ant redo redo can you do all the cool stuff that you're doing too all right the gentleman looks inside himself for the answers the inferior man looks for others let me redo it the gentleman looks inside himself for the answers the inferior man looks for it in others <laughs>